She didn't much like the journey, though, for the traffic was always heavy, especially at this time of the year with the tourist season not yet over, even though the schools had returned. She cycled down the quiet road and presently circled the roundabout and joined the stream of home-going traffic, thinking of the weekend ahead of her. She went over the various duties awaiting her without self-pity— She'd shouldered them cheerfully several years earlier when her father had died and her mother, cosseted all her married life, had been completely lost, unable to cope with the bills, income tax and household expenses with which he'd always dealt. Daisy'd watched her mother become more and more depressed and muddled, and finally she'd taken over, dealing tidily with the household finances and shielding her mother from business worries. In this she'd been considerably helped by her young sister. Pamela was still at school, fifteen years old, clever and bent on making a name for herself, but understanding that her mother had led a sheltered life which made it impossible for her to stand on her own two feet. She knew that it was hard luck on Daisy, although they never discussed it, but she had the good sense to see that there was nothing much to be done about it. Daisy was a darling, but she'd never had a boyfriend— and it had to be faced. She'd no looks to speak of. Pamela, determined to get as many A-levels as possible, go to college and take up the scientific career she'd decided upon, nonetheless intended to marry someone rich, who would solve all their problems. She'd no doubt about this, since she was a very pretty girl, and knew exactly what she wanted from life. Daisy wove her careful way through the fast-flowing traffic, past the emerging tourists from Wilton House, and turned left at the centre of the crossroads in the middle of the little town. Her father had worked in the offices of the Wilton estate, and she'd been born and lived all her life in the small cottage, the end one of a row backing the high walls surrounding the park, on the edge of the town. She wheeled her bike through the gate beside the house, parked it in the shed in the back garden, and went indoors. Her mother was in the kitchen, sitting at the table, stringing beans. She was small, like Daisy, her hair still only faintly streaked with grey, her pretty face marred by a worried frown. "'Darling, it's, it's lamb chops for supper, but I forgot to buy them.' Daisy dropped a kiss on her parents' cheek. "'I'll go for them now, mother, while you make the tea. Pam will lay the table when she gets in.' She went back to the shed and got out her bike and cycled back to the crossroads again. The butcher was halfway down the row of shops on the other side, but as she reached the traffic lights they turned red and she put her foot down, impatient to get across. The traffic was heavy now and the light was tantalisingly slow. A car drew up beside her and she turned to look at it. A dark grey Rolls Royce. She eyed it appreciatively, starting at the back and allowing her eyes to roam to its bonnet, until she became aware of the driver watching her. She stared back, feeling for some reason foolish, frowning a little at the thin smile on his handsome face. He appeared to be a big man, his hair as dark as his heavy-lidded eyes. It was a pity that the lights changed then, and the big car had slid silently away before she was back in the saddle, leaving her with a feeling that... Something important to her had just happened. Ridiculous, she said so loudly that a passer-by on the pavement looked at her oddly. 
Pamela was home when she got back, and together they set about preparing their supper before sitting down in the pleasant little sitting room to drink the tea Mrs. Pelham had made. Been a nice day. Have you enjoyed it? asked Pamela, gobbling biscuits. It's not been too bad. The new children seem all right. I've got four this term. That makes fifteen. Two of the new ones are twins, a girl and a boy, and I suspect they're going to be difficult. I thought Mrs. Gar Jones only took children from suitable families. Mrs. Pelham smiled across at her daughter. Oh, they're suitable. Their father's a baronet or something, said Daisy vaguely. They're almost four years old, and I think they'll drive me mad by the end of the term. Pamela laughed. And it's only just begun. They talked about something else then, and after supper, Daisy sat down at the table, doling out the housekeeping money, school bus fares, pocket money. And then she put what was over, and there wasn't.